Welcome back to Modern Day Disciples, aka MDD, the podcast where we hear real stories from modern day disciples. My name is Kevin Bernaga. I'm the youth minister at St. Francis of Assisi Parish in San Jose, California. And my name is Ana Fuentes. I'm the youth minister at St. Anthony Parish in San Jose, California. Dude, happy December. Happy Advent. December 1st, baby. Wow, this year has flown by. It's the last month of the year. Dude, I'm not ready for 2020. Oh that, my goodness. That was like a made up year, like when I was in no, school. No, 2020 didn't sound real ever. It was a TV show or something. <laughs> like, look, tune into 2020. Every time people say like 10 years ago, I think the 90s still. Mm. <laughs> Dude, 10 years ago is 2009. Oh, oh, that feels so it was weird. high school. When I graduated when the world was supposed to end. Remember you, that? Yes. 2012, Those December songs, 2012. movies about it. Oh. Did you, did you stay up until the time that it was supposed to end? Honestly, I don't think I, I don't think I did. I oh. think I like I was it was senior year in high school. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It, I would have been in college because it was December 2012. Yeah. Yeah. My freshman year of college. No, not at all. I don't think I, I mean, us as Catholics, I didn't put any real faith in that the world would end based on a Mayan calendar. No offense to like Mayans. But <laughs> I mean, like we have our faith in God. Maybe that sounds bad. I don't want that to sound. No, bad. that doesn't sound bad. Um, right. but, but I just we, we have our faith in Christ and. The world, the world will go according to his will. And I believe in that. So, I mean, six years later or oh. nine, seven years later, seven years later. I can't do math either. It's okay. Can't, you can't do math. <laughs> I can't do math. <laughs> um, I remember staying up that, that evening. Yeah. I stayed up just to just like. Just to make sure the world didn't end. Yeah, no, I just wanted to be like, all right, let's see. Let's see. Because everyone's hyping it up, you know. Oh, let's see. Let's and then see. literally, I think that's when Facebook was still a big thing. So after the time passed, I, do, I, I still have my uh, my post. <laughs> and I just put, well, this is awkward. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most. Yeah. That's hella funny. So <laughs> Do you um, remember when people used to post on Facebook as tweets? Like they would, I did that too. Yes. Like you're just your thoughts or like what's going on in your life or like trying to, I dude, I was that person that like tried to be inspirational. Like, Hey dude, I, I saw your Facebook status last night. What is, is something there, wrong? Is everything, is everything okay? okay? <laughs> <laughs> or like when you would poke people on Facebook, yeah. it's like, Do you poke me? <laughs> I poked you back. It's a poke war. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is that we probably have younger audiences like who have, have no, no idea. idea what we're talking about right now, so y'all. Like, is go that get like a like on Instagram? <laughs> go get educated, guys. <laughs> uh, so, dude, what has been a highlight for you of this past week? Well, it's, I mean, we've entered the holiday season, which is awesome. Thanksgiving, Black Friday shopping. Um, yeah, I had a great Thanksgiving dinner with my family, and then uh, Black Friday shopping. I, me and Jenny, we we go every year. Oh, um, what's 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 your deal? What do you do? Where do you go? Well, it's it's changed over the years because we used to stay up all night. I used to oh, wow. Yeah, we used to go out at eleven and then come home at seven or not eight a.m. Just and then like sleep all day Black Friday. Yeah. Well, for the most part, maybe a few hours. Um, but on Black Friday is when I usually with my parents, um, get our Christmas tree and put up all the decorations because it's after Thanksgiving. Um, and it's just it's just been a tradition. I know some people wait until later on, but can I tell you something? Yeah. My family has had that same tradition since I was a kid. After th after Thanksgiving, Black you know. Friday, we would go Christmas tree farm, cut down our tree, bring it back. Like it was, dude, tradition since we were little kids. Yeah, don't you? it's it's like I love it because you're able to have everything up throughout December and like really enjoy and the really, season. Exactly. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was fun. We used to stay up all night and go to one one Black Friday. We went to um, we went from Gilroy to Valley Fair, to Livermore. Like, we just drove everywhere, and we went to all the outlets in the area. Um, but nowadays, we tend to just wait until, like, maybe 5 a.m. <laughs> and just go to, like, Valley Fair or something. But, um, but that's, yeah. That's that's only for the, the bravest of souls, I think, to, to brave Black Friday shopping. Like, kudos to all of you that went out there this week and did that, because I I get overwhelmed by crowds of people, especially in, like, situations like that where do mm. people if they if they want to buy something they're gonna push you out of the yeah. way like especially if someone's like, determined yeah on getting an item like a like, best buy kind of deal like those high yeah normally high price items that are like wickedly priced off like oof yeah that's that's a struggle but, but dude that sounds fun yeah it was it was a great week what about you um what happened this week? so it was awesome because i was able to spend um the entire week with my family um mm -hmm. i went down to bakersfield oh um 
Tuesday night and spent the entire week with my family. Do all your all your siblings join as well? Like, does does the family get back together, or is it just? Yeah. So wow. I have, as you guys know, my brother lives up here. I live with my brother, and my sister also lives up here. My oldest brother lives in Bakersfield, so it's always mm. a reunion of the family. Um, we do Thanksgiving Day is spent with my mom's family, and then like two days afterwards on Saturday we celebrate um, my dad's side of the family, oh, okay. and. I don't know. Like my mom is one of eight siblings. Whoa! So, dude, you know it's a good time. Wow. <laughs> do you have a lot of cousins? I have so many. Co- my cousins are my best friends. Like growing up, wow. my cousins are my best friends. We always do this cousin, this cousin pick. Check my Insta. It's probably <laughs> up there. It's probably. Would be. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we always just getting together with family is always so important, and I, I think Thanksgiving is such a good reminder of like things to be grateful for and mm-hmm. like i mean as cliche as that is like uh, a couple weeks ago we had our, our thanksgiving feast for um the high school the high school youth group mm-hmm. and we go around the table part of our tradition is going around the table and saying what we're grateful for oh. and part of my prayer that i did after that was like wanting to like praying that god allows us to be grateful not just around the holidays not just around thanksgiving not just around christmas mm-hmm. the times where we think to be grateful but to live a life of gratitude where it's not just like Oh, on this on this holiday season, on this holiday, um, when I'm with family, I'm going to be thankful for them. It's like, what are you doing the rest of the year to reach out to your family? And so, mm. I don't know, I've really been reflecting on the importance of family and the importance of telling people you love them when you love them. Like, in that moment, like, yeah. you think of someone, like, send them a text. Not um, just waiting for, like, a season or a holiday to really think about what you're grateful for, but having that spirit of gratefulness absolutely, gratitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, wow. yeah, I just, I cherish the time with family. I cherish it every year, and yeah, it was such a good time. It's awesome, dude. So, shall we get into it? Yes. Um, I'll lead us off in prayer. In the name of the Father, Father and of the Son, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord God, thank you so much for everything you've blessed us with up until this point in our lives. We thank you for this opportunity again to to serve you in this way, in this ministry of this podcast, Lord. Um, remind us, Lord, the importance of stories, the importance of community and of friendship, especially as the season comes upon us. We ask you, Lord, to be with us and to guide us throughout this Advent season in preparation of your coming. Remind us, Lord, what this season is all about. Help us keep in mind that it's not about the how many gifts we receive. It's the decorations on the tree or santa coming on christmas eve but it's about your coming lord it's about your love for us coming down from heaven to be with us to walk with us to guide us to straighten our paths lord help us be in a spirit of gratitude as this year ends remind us of all the great memories the blessings that we've encountered from you this past year we ask you lord to bless our guest this week that through her charisms of music that people may come to know you more. Grant her the grace to be open, to be vulnerable, to share her story and her music, that through her witness, somebody might be changed. Somebody might come to know you. We love you, Lord. Thank you. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Drop that beat, though. And we're back for episode 10. Oh my goodness. You guys, we hit double digits and today is a special Sunday because it's the first Pray. Sunday of the month. Which means it's Praise, praise and, and Worship Sundays. Sundays. How oh exciting. Oh my gosh. I love Praise and Worship Sundays. Dude, there's something about them that's just like brings me peace and just, I don't know, worshiping our Lord. I mean, they always say when you, when you, when you praise God with music, you're praying twice. Mm-hmm. Like that's like getting extra credit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Shout out to St. Augustine. <laughs> okay. So, uh, shall we shall we just introduce our guest? I'm let's too excited. To I'm too excited. No, let's do it. This is a special Advent edition of our Praise and Worship, Praise and worship. Sundays. And without further ado, we, we have, have Anna Brown. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Hi, Anna. I'm so excited. We're so excited <laughs> to have you here. People who don't know Anna are like, does she sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that her real voice? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. It's, there's a lot of personalities in here. Definitely. You'll get to you'll probably hear a lot of them <laughs> within the next hour. <laughs> Maybe a few accents here and there. Yes. Oh, definitely. So Anna serves as the youth minister at St. Maria Goretti Parish in yes, San Jose. So. Mm-hmm. Um, for two years now. Yeah. And wow. she also is the music teacher at Most Holy Trinity uh-huh. for two years as well. Yes. Oh yes. my goodness. What, what else do you do? Um, I'm also one of the music directors at St. Lawrence. Shout out to St. Lawrence. Dude, wow. okay. Yes. Three parishes. Yeah, basically. Oh my yeah. goodness. Wow. I mean, I don't really like to think about it. I think, you know, there's only one God and, you know, these are the branches that I just serve at, so. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I'm hyped for this episode. Um, when Anna was like, you know, we we test all the audio before we start an episode. Like she just, dude. Like I, I swear to you, she did like one chord. Calm down. And, and like maybe like a couple <laughs> yes. lyrics. Calm down. And like Kevin and I looked at each other, like <laughs> wide eyed. Stop. Like, dude, I feel like I'm at a Hillsong Stop! concert. Stop. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> It was beautiful. It's a hack. It's a hack. I'll tell y'all later. Or just stay oh. tuned, maybe. I'm just oh. <laughs> so before we get into our praise and worship, Anna, how how did you come to know our Lord? What is yeah, your how did you come to the faith? What's your encounter story? Yeah. So um that's a very long story. I'm gonna try to cut it very, very short. But um all I can remember was I was baptized. Um and then I was taken care of by my parents mm-hmm. until the point where my dad was now sort of like a harmful person in my life in a sense uh well, it was specifically my mom and so my mom made a decision to send us to my grandparents and mm-hmm. raise us in Samoa now for those who don't know what Samoa is if you've watched Moana you get a little taste of what Samoans are so I'm half uh-huh. black half Samoan and so I was raised there um and because of my grandparents um they sort of I wouldn't say force but they sort of placed us into these programs and like white sun uh, Sorry, Sunday school, and they placed us in there, and, you know, it kept us really busy, it was really fun, because, you know, it was, it was an excuse for us to, like, hang out with our friends, et cetera, et cetera. So, so how, so how old were you when you moved to Samoa, and then how long did you live there? Seven, and I left when I was 17. Ten oh my years. Gosh. So, right after high school. Wow. wow. I so had no idea. From Sano- yeah, so I'm not, yeah, well, now I've been in San Jose since high school, basically, so... Oh my goodness. So were you born in San Jose I as was, well? No, I was born in Hawaii. Oh my gosh, how did wow. we not know? Dude, she's Moana. I'm dead. You are. <laughs> wow, so you were born in Hawaii. You yeah. were baptized in Hawaii? Yes, baptized in Hawaii, and then I got my confirmation in Samoa, and then, yeah. Wait, so Hawaii 0 to 7? Sorry? You were in Hawaii from 0 to 7 years old? Yeah, so I was, in, I was actually in um, Hawaii and Vallejo back-to-back during the ages of 0 to 7. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a little, uh, but anyways. What, what part of Hawaii? Um, Eva Beach. So, Oahu. Oahu. Yeah. That's back when, you know, it was like less touristy and just. It was just an it island. It was the island yeah. vibes, dude. But now it's like. It's air, a tourist spot. Exactly. Definitely. It doesn't even feel, yeah, it doesn't feel like home anymore. So. Wow. Yeah. So, how was growing up in Samoa? Dude, I mean, like, tell me about it. I'm so curious. <laughs> um, growing up there, it's uh, it's definitely different. I want to say compared to here. Um, I mean, I learned a lot of skills being a leader specifically. Mm. Uh, uh, growing up in Samoa, I mean, you know, you got to do everything from the ground up. We didn't have internet. Let me just tell you, like, in a sense yeah. where like we have now, like we j- we're catching up. We're catching up, obviously. Yeah. But back then, it was all about you know going outside and playing with the you know, fishes in the river or, you know, playing with the, you know, like, or being at the ocean, like that, that was our life. Yeah. So, so did you ever have a desire to sail past the ocean <laughs> to wander off to where you <laughs> to search for a stone to save your island? <laughs> yes, I had the desire. <laughs> oh Yo. my goodness, dude. Yeah. So That's amazing. Paint the picture for me. I'm curious because you said no internet, like spending time outdoors. Like what? I mean, what would you do? You just go to the beach and like. Yeah. I mean, we we go to the beach or, you know, we're just playing with my cousins. Uh, we were very close with our cousins. Um, we would, you know, pick up. There's a lot of chores. Let me just disclaimer. Mm. Lots of chores. But um, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah. Fun times. Fun times. Did you speak a different language? Yes, I do speak a different language. I speak Samoan. Samoan. You speak Samoan fluently. Yeah. And Talofa understand. Talofa everybody. Why am I also? 
That's what the accent obviously, but yeah, I could speak Samoan. Can you speak a little Samoan for us? Yeah. Okay. Just ask me a question and then I'll try to answer in Samoan. Um, what would you do in your pastime when you lived in Samoa? So and then not Fangoka, but I'm doing a little bit of like Samoan Sp- English. Like, like, I would Spanglish. Say like that's what I would call it for me. <laughs> but like I do that because like as friends, like that's how we would talk. But like if I was talking to like superiors or something, then I would talk like full on Samoan. But wow. yeah. But because you guys are friends, it's it's not not that it's not disrespectful, but it's more appropriate to speak to speak to, both to, oh yeah it, yeah i could hear i could hear in your voice like that was like the natural response yeah like that's how yeah. you would do both yeah so Whoa. that's so cool i mean i, I could open it I, I could speak like in someone like if i'm really serious but i'm not in serious mode right i now. didn't know any of that i like none of that yeah like i don't, I don't and i've known it. we've known each other for quite some time quite some time now yeah oh okay so Grew up in Samoa, yep. um, grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, and then you moved back to the States when mm-hmm. you were 17. 17, yeah. How was that? Was that a difficult transition to come back to a place? Like, I mean, when you're before seven years old, I mean, you have some memories, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but maybe they weren't very clear mm-hmm. or like, how was that transition coming back? So I've always wanted to come back. In fact, I came up here for a summer program at Stanford when I was like 15, maybe. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know of it. It's a uh, JSA. And so it was held at Stanford. This was during my sophomore year. So that was my first taste of being back here in the States. And I was like, I have to go back. I missed that life, you know, because, you know, I was in Hawaii for quite some time and I missed that. So um, I, I senior year, I wanted to come back like very badly. And so like call me crazy but my graduation day i think it was like on a friday or something and i came back like the monday right after graduation wow. that's how that's how like bad i wanted to come back what about the u.s was something that you really wanted to come back to um i think it was just like the fast pace but then also the life that i was seeing through the tv slash mm-hmm. limited media that we were getting you know yeah. back in Samoa. And so i think i was just yearning for that but then also my dream sort of ties into that so at the time my dream tied into that so Speaking of your dream, do you want to you want to dive into your dream, what your dream was at the time? Sure. Um, so around like sophomore freshman year, um, I kind of got this desire to become a famous pop star, like more famous than Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> that was. Yeah. I, and I'm looking back. and I'm like, uh, yeah. Where where did that inspiration or where did that aspiration to be bigger than Beyonce that kind of stardom come from um well I think it was because growing up in like a broken household I didn't get um sort of the love that I was craving for from my dad Mm. and I think it sort of not transfigured but sort of took another path in in terms of wanting it from other people or Mm. like uh bigger groups of people on a bigger scale and so I think and so I think with what I had I wanted to offer it and you know I've always been getting compliments like oh my gosh she's so pretty blah blah blah. and like I think I wanted to put into a package and just like sell it to the world and see what I could get out of that and bottom line I just wanted love Mm. and so that was sort of the package that I was sort of you know enticed into I want to say that I thought was best for me in a sense so what changed from from that goal of of wanting to be, you know, as big as Beyonce, who's one of the biggest stars in, the you world. know, in the world? Um, did did your did your dreams change? Did your priorities change in in any way? Um, I just briefly want to say I, I I know for a fact that um, at the time I didn't have a strong relationship with God, with Jesus, and and in fact even Mama Mary, and I'm glad that she's here. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no relationship. I I, I knew of them, but I didn't know about them in a sense where I didn't have you know I didn't have this relationship with them so um yeah so at the time I didn't have that and you know because of the things that had happened you know I college um and then boyfriend and just all this stuff like everything that um had happened during that time um it was very weak but because when things started to fall apart in a sense where I had all these plans all these goals and I never presented them to God let's just say that um when they all fell apart the only thing that remained standing was God, and he was just waiting patiently. In fact, especially Mama Mary, and I'm going to talk about a lot about her today, but um, she was the one that just went there and said, it's going to be okay. I, I remember exact words, um, and she said that she's going to be here no matter what. Wow. wow. Yeah, and so be, like because of that, she trans- like she helped transform my heart, and I no longer desired that fame or desired you know, the stardom, and, um, and that's why 
you know, and, and I'll get into it later, but yeah, when I get the attention and whatnot, I, I always try to take it off because it's not, it's not me that I want. Um, I, I desire just him, his wow. attention, you know, attention for him because he deserves it. Wow. I was going to say, if you don't mind what, if you don't mind sharing, you do, absolutely don't have to. Um, what were those struggles where like everything fell apart, where everything was like mama, Mary, Jesus were the only things that were left because that's got to be like a life changing moment where it's like yeah. all my dreams, all my aspirations, all my goals, everything falls apart and I'm left with my faith. Right. So at the time I was about to graduate from San Jose State with a, um, degree in music mm. and um at the time i was in a relationship and at the time um I, I was like literally a month away from graduating so all of this felt together i was like okay i'm on my way i'm on my way i'm on my way and then all of a sudden i get this email from my aunt saying that my grandpa um is stage three cancer mm. and um he's he's gonna die he's gonna die sooner than we, we think and he's been keeping it from us because he doesn't want us to he doesn't he didn't want us to know Right. And Did you have a very close relationship with your grandfather. Yeah. So um, like I was speaking a little bit about earlier, my dad, because my dad wasn't um, the greatest person to look up into in terms of a man. Um, mm -hmm. My grandpa stood in and became that person. And so um, they sacrificed a lot, him and my grandma. And I owe them because of the person that I'm today. I owe them a lot. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I knew I had to drop everything. Um, at the time, I was not the greatest at keeping my finances together and whatnot so i just dropped everything i knew i had to just go back to samoa and take care of my grandpa so how long were you there for so i was there from may and then he passed away in december okay mm. yeah so i literally left like a day after my birthday and so yeah and what was your grandfather's name dwight Wavili. wow yeah and That's so a wonderful name yeah and so my nephew my nephew was conceived right after he passed away He's named after him, so wow. yeah, I still feel his presence, and I know he's here too. What did your faith look like through those months, May to December? How did your faith transform yeah. through those struggles? So, um, like I said, um, I was in a relationship, and then my grandpa was sick, and then I just dropped out of college basically right after graduation. Um, I noticed that my grandpa was just getting weaker and weaker, and at the time, um, I was going through a breakup with my boyfriend at the time, and so... Mm -hmm. All of this stuff was just mixed up into this like bottle of like anger and frustration, but also feeling lonely um, because um, at times it would just be me and my grandpa in the hospital stuck there for like maybe a week or two, wow. um, just him and I. So it was very rough. Um, and I remember going into my room one time and I was just laying it all out like I was just crying. And I was like, why is this happening to me? I was like being like a dramatic, you know, person in the room <laughs> crying. And kid you not, kid you not, this is exactly what happened. Um, it was dark my room um and this is actually my grandpa's former room it was dark and i see a picture of jesus now mind you i'm going hmm. you know I'm, I'm just rejecting him at that point and then i look over and i see at the time i thought it was mama mary but at the time um i actually realized it was actually saint Teresa of the zoo um Ooh. in in this room okay so she's just standing there she's just she's just be accompanying me okay and then i look over even further down and mama mary uh with um with her heart burning uh, she looks at me and she just said, says, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I just sob. I kid you not. Like I just sob and cry like the longest cry ever. And then I wake up like the next morning and I felt like a lot better. And yeah. And so I remember her saying it's going to be okay. And I wake up like feeling empowered the next day for some reason to like yeah. get it together and, yeah. you know, get up. Like I literally felt that the next day and I just felt empowered to just be there for my grandpa and despite the breakup like let's do this there's no time to to be, feel sorry for yourself kind of thing right but obviously through the grace and um the blessings of our mother mary she was she was there just holding me up so wow. yeah. praise god yeah absolutely praise god and do you want to kick us off with your first song yes i would love do you to. want to share a little bit about it before just a little bit. Okay. Um, so this song actually uh, started off first as a response um, during, so it's the song that we sing between the first two readings, correct? Mm -hmm. And so um, I knew it was meant for more. And so um, for some reason, I this was written in a span of, I think, a year or two. Um, but Robert LaMoreno, who's now a seminarian at the time, uh, he helped me out. He was, he was one of the influences in my life, mm -hmm. um, musically, um, in the, in the, in the Catholic faith. And so he, he helped me write this. So he's sort of the other person behind this song. So well, awesome. Yo, that's super cool. What's the name of the song? 
It's called Genesis. Let's go. Take it away. I, amen. Can I you love ex- that. Can you explain like all that? Because it felt you guys to be very just like clear. I know I said I've been saying that. I've been saying that a lot. To be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> to be very clear. <laughs> um, just to let you guys know that was only Anna playing. By the way, like the sounds of like the wind, the synth in the background. I mean, I don't know music stuff, so like maybe she can explain this to me. But that was that was insane. It was. It really Praise was. God. Praise God. It felt like... It's so simple, too. It's so simplistic, but it's so powerful. Yeah. Like, how a, how your breath can just be a prayer in itself. How Ooh. just breathing in and out is just a blessing from God. Yes. And it connected Every, with the lyrics as well. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Breath yeah. in my soul. Yeah. Oh. What, what oh. It, I don't know if you already talked about this, but what it, what inspired that? Was there that one moment? Was it, were you and Robert together, and you're just like, jamming out and that just came came into fruition or did you read a scripture and you're like wow that'd be an Mm. amazing prayer so all i remember is to be honest i don't remember most of it but all i remember was um i was giving uh robert all these images because i'm more of an image person Mm -hmm. um and so i was giving him these images of you know god god creating us like how how um how beautiful the image of him detailing by you know with every thought that he had, he chose the details that he did and he created us. And so, um, during the time, um, the song, I think I remember just playing the chords. Um, cause I'm, um, I'm more on the piano. I could, I could just 
express my feeling on the piano mm -hmm. but images wise i couldn't put it with words and so robert then helped in with the lyrics and he said breath of my soul like he was helping with the lyrics but i was like yes that one that one that's like <laughs> that's it like wow images i was just throwing it to him and giving him the chords but i couldn't come up with the words so wow so yeah. god really used to both of you together both of us yes it was like, it was like a fusion wow it's amazing yeah. yeah it was awesome so i mean obviously we know some of them but may i ask who are some of your musical inspirations yeah either secular or non-secular i look up to uh katie perry i'm just gonna do the secular line katie perry um wow. jasmine sullivan oh yes Jasmine sullivan i'm not familiar with jasmine I sullivan. bust the windows out your car oh that one that oh. one oh she's feisty oh yes go off <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> no you good but um let's see um i um listen to a lot of bruno mars very funky guy Yes. Um, let's see. And then let's just go down the, I feel like, oh, Leona Lewis. Let's not forget her. Very huge inspiration in my life. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Okay, Anna, I see you. <laughs> oh, that was literally me just making, sorry. Next musical <laughs> guest, I see. <laughs> Holding out. <laughs> it's a Christian, uh, artist that I look up to, um, Tom Booth, Steve Agrisano, nice. uh, Matt Marr. And then obviously, so the two, the two guests that you had before this, obviously I look up to them. That's why I was kind of shocked that it was going to be me next. John Monando and John Kelly, like I literally like look up to them. They're, they're freaking awesome. So <laughs> a lot of people look up to you. I'm dead. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So those are, those are a couple. Yeah. So how have these artists inspired the way you either write music or perform music? Uh, what about them has inspired you? Mm -hmm. um, a common thread between the secular, mind you, I grew up with um, the secular artists more. Um, a common thread between all of them, I forgot to mention Adele as well. They were mm. all very real and raw. And when they were performing, they had this like trueness and genuine, you know, like, you could feel their emotion and expression. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was trying to go for the pathway of trying to go for after the fame, it, it I didn't connect to it. Like in a sense where if I were to cover like an Adele song, I don't feel heartbroken. Like I don't feel um like let's what's what's the song like some never mind I found someone like you right like she would sing that but I can't relate to it when I'm singing it right in a sense yeah. and I always felt like I was and being genuine in the moment and so mm. because of church music i feel so much more genuine in that because like i feel like not only am i praying but i also feel connected yeah through it you see what i'm saying so you're yeah. not just singing a song, i'm not just you're, singing you're, it. it's with all your it's, yeah. it's yeah. everything that i got yeah so yeah so how did you get into music ministry how did you get into doing worship and leading worship and like where obviously you had that pivotal moment when you're in samoa with your grandpa mm -hmm. um did you when did you start doing music ministry or were you always where did you did you grow up doing music ministry yeah so that was one of the things that i actually forgot to mention so um because i had an interest in piano my grandpa kind of threw me into the music ministry like one year of piano lessons like i'm not even kidding you like he had us wake up 4 30 a.m every single day to get ready to go to mass at 5 30 a.m and I would be over there clunking my little piano and we would be singing. <laughs> so Aww. I started this at the age of like, I think 11 or 12 every wow. single day. Whoa. So it was an early start. I felt forced into it, but I was like, it's my grandpa. Do not. Yeah. So was it daily mass? Daily mass. Whoa. Every single day. And so you were only playing for about a year. At that time. Uh, yeah. So I only had like a year's worth of lessons and like, I didn't know much still, but through the grace of God, he was helping every single step of the way. Can I ask you guys a question? Oh. <laughs> I don't think any guest has asked us that. No, that except for Clarissa says something like, does anyone ever ask you guys questions? Well, okay, so um, obviously I'm a listener because I've listened to every single episode. So thanks oh, to you guys you for so having me on here. But yeah, um, my question is, what is your guys' vision of this podcast? Like as a, as a listener, and I feel like I'm going to listen to it for quite a while. Like what is your guys' vision for it like a year down the road or like five years down the road? Like what are you guys imagining? Like who are your dream guests? Like, like are you guys open to having sponsors like on this thing? Because I'm willing to sponsor a episode. Like y'all let me know. Like I'm being really honest. Like that's, that's my question. <laughs> you well, know. I'm honored that you would, okay, I'm honored that you'd ask us a question. I'm also honored that you would sponsor an episode or even, yeah. like, talk about a year, five years down the line because that's just I, a testament of, like, you believing in us. Yeah. yeah. Thank I do. you so much. Of course, I do. Kevin and I have talked about um, is that 
as long as the spirit is leading, we're going to do it. Definitely. And that has always been our kind of our, our mantra and our prayer is that like, if the spirit is leading it, we'll continue to do it. God forbid, heaven forbid, like it gets to the point where we are getting in the way, we mm. our egos are getting in the way mm. and it's becoming a Kevin and Anna thing instead of a God thing. Mm. Um, then we're going to like, we we'd, it off. we'd yeah. pray mm. that we'd have the courage to step, Got step it. away. Um, wow. Like even every week, every guest that we've had has been very intentional. We've text each other constantly just saying, Hey, do you have an idea? Like praying about week, it. Um, um, like really letting the spirit lead us to, to each guest. And mm-hmm. I think when we first started this, we, we just wanted to share stories. Um, yeah, there were I've, conversations we wanted to have regardless of them being on a podcast. Definitely. That's a very good question. And I think the the vision, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. like I think the vision is to hopefully, prayerfully help lead people to christ i Mm -hmm. mean that is what our our mission is in our own ministries through youth ministry Mm -hmm. uh and we just pray we pray daily that this podcast reaches souls Mm -hmm. um we don't take the responsibility of this podcast lightly uh we don't take what the things that we say lightly we know that it has impact and we know that we need to be responsible with our words in order to show others christ like we we personally get great joy out of it but the greatest joy that we get out of it is knowing that those stories that we hear when someone says like oh i felt like convicted to that podcast or like that really spoke to me or like i learned something from that or like Mm -hmm. this helped my relationship with christ like that's amazing yeah and i think that's our vision just to and it's it's crazy because we're i feel like we won't ever run out of content because there's so many stories that we don't know like I've known you for years now, and I didn't know that you were born in Hawaii. <laughs> and lived in Samoa. <laughs> and Vallejo. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. And I think that um, as long as these, as long as we have people that are willing to, mm. and vulnerable to open, to open up to mm. this, to this venue, to this podcast, it's just, um, I think we'll just keep continuing. For example, Chris Tomlin. Mm. Chris Tomlin is the most listen to artists in christian artists in the world right and it's crazy because he's been doing it for so many years he has countless records countless songs countless number ones people know his stuff Mm -hmm. how great is our god um god's great dance for it all these different things i went to a torn wells concert and he was telling us it's no surprise that chris never runs out of content Mm. because the story that he's sharing is never ending Mm. Mm. okay calm down (laughs) and so the story of christ is alive and well Mm. and as long as it is we are going to we're going to keep doing it from the beginning there's something special about stories stories are what connects and that's what inspired this podcast and if we can continue to do that we're going to continue to do that we have a list of guests potential guests for the future um and we pray about the ones that are maybe a little more attainable we also yeah. i mean i will tell you this we have pope francis on that list <gasps> yes go off dream big let's go <laughs> that'd be an interesting podcast <laughs> um we have matt marr on that <gasps> list calm down y'all serious sorry i'm yeah. hella reacting right we now. have joe melendrez paul j kim wow steve agrisano so why don't we get into another song if you're cool with that yeah yeah let's let's what's this one called this one is called in you in you okay all right See you. 
I feel like I can't like I'm short of breath because like that just like I don't know like that like I'm overwhelmed by that in the most positive way may I ask where that what in, what inspired that song that was beautiful praise God um I actually wrote this with a couple of friends shout out to Dylan Donna and Anna Blaro uh we actually wrote it here in the gathering rooms here at St. Francis of Assisi um wow. and this was actually written um around the time um that uh it was back-to-back shootings mm-hmm. and yeah. um I think at the time uh, we were just sort of you know looking at each other what can we do about this right but then also um, finding strength in God, right? Uh, Philippians four thirteen, um, and says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." And so, specifically in the course, you hear a lot of that, right? Uh, that we have strength in God, and so it was written around that time. Wow, so in you I find strength. What was that? In you I find strength. Uh huh. In you I find strength. In me, your spirit reigns. In you, our hearts remain. Poetry, dude. It reminded me, like. I mean, I, I I said this I said this at the beginning, but it sounds like it's already recorded in a studio, like, and I I feel as if that's obviously I know that is that is Christ uh, driven, Christ given, um, and I just oh, I I I feel blessed. I feel stupid blessed right now <laughs> yeah. to to be able to share this with others, to be able to have your songs and and in a lot of ways i know that when when artists write music their hearts are revealed through their music and through their songs that they write and like i'm honored that you are revealing your heart through your music to our audience and to our listeners Mm -hmm. like thank you thank Thank you thank you for having me yeah of course so you guys we did this last time and i loved it so i'm gonna bring it back uh the 200 deep questions yes anna is gonna give us (laughs) Anna is going to give us a number between 1 and 200. I found these deep questions online. Oh my gosh. And then we're going to ask her a deep question and just see her, her responses. So pick a number. Between, between one, 1 and 200. And 200. Wow. Um, 
Okay. Ooh. I will do seven. Ooh. Ooh. Very holy number. It's my birthday, actually. May oh, 7th. May 7th. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. All right. So this question is, what was the worst phase in your life? Um, I think, and I think the reason why I still remember it is because it's one of the worst phases in my life. Yeah. Um, I remember my mom. Um, she comes home from work late at night. This is when I was, I was around six or seven. And she comes into the door. And all I remember is there was this shriek, like this, uh, there's screaming from the kitchen. Yeah. And it's kind of normal to hear that, right? But this time it was different. It was almost like a plea for help. And um, I remember, all I remember seeing was my mom. She just runs towards me and my sister. And at the time, my third sister was born. Um, She was still a baby. All I remember was seeing her running towards me and grabbing my little sister at the time and charging into the room. And um, I see in the back of my mom, see my dad charging towards us with a knife. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going, okay. I I remember thinking to myself, okay, so maybe we're playing a game. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And we're locked into the room and... It's quite a while. It's just dark, and I just hear banging on the door, and that's it. But all I remember was after that, um, we were able to get out. But then I remember my mom, and I, and and of course my sisters and I. We never returned. Um, in fact, I think it was a week or two after. And then we left to Samoa. So that was the worst phase, I think, because I still remember it. it's very vivid in my um, memory. Um, so yeah. Well, I mean, first, thank you for sharing that. I. I almost like feel bad because like with the random questions like oh like that was that was very that was a very vulnerable thing for you to share also no, we no, don't no. have to put that in if you don't want us to no 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 I feel like God's light will shine through that my goodness thank I, you for sharing that yeah so did you move with your mom to did your mom come with you to small or just so yeah you and your sisters yeah so my mom had us um picked up by my grandparents in Hawaii so at the time this happened, this was in Malayo, but my grandma, my mom then took us to Hawaii um, without my dad knowing. And then my grandparents met us there and then we all flew to Samoa. But mm-hmm. then my mom stayed behind. So she was here the entire time. My grandparents raised us. Have you, sp- you've never seen, spoken to your dad since? Ever since. I've, I, I the, the last time that I spoke to him, I tried to talk to him was uh, during when uh, I think it was my first or second year of college, but kind of fell through. Um, yeah, it didn't work out so Mm. yeah you inspire me so much because you took such a terrible terrible moment in your life and obviously because it was traumatic when when traumatic things happen to us they're either completely erased from our memory as a coping mechanism or they're burned and etched so very clear that we can never forget them Mm -hmm. and you took a moment like that and like you overcame that like you i mean with with your music with your ministry like you are one of the most joyful people I know. Yes. And I think like sometimes it's, it's, it's those that are like going, that have like been through struggles and know what it's like to struggle and what, know what it's like to hurt to want so badly to show other people love that want so badly to, to share the love that they've known through Christ with other people. And I see that in you, yeah. like that fire that I talked about when you were in the hospital with your grandpa and you saw mama's Mary, mama Mary's heart burning and like that fire was just lit in your heart and that fire, like you got joy, dude. And joy is rare these days. Like, people can be happy. You can be happy, you can be sad, but, like, joy is different. Joy is being able to be stoked on Jesus even in times of sorrow, even Amen. in times of hurt, even in times of pain. And Amen. I see that in you. Praise God. Praise God in it. Yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you for sharing something so vulnerable with us. And I know someone out there is listening to that, and it's it's convicting their hearts. Mm-hmm. Something that maybe, I, I mean, I pray that they haven't gone through, but maybe they have. Yeah. And... They can know through this podcast, through your words, that they're not alone. Yeah. They're not they're alone not. in that mm-hmm. and that they can overcome they that. They will rise. In fact, that's what my name means. Anastasia means resurrection or rise. So, so I'll share another. In, in fact, it's perfect because the song that I'm going to do next is actually connected to that. Um, so there was a time where, um, you know, I was sort of like a core member, um, just um like a leader in in the youth ministry and whatnot and so at the time my boyfriend was the youth minister and so I was sort of like the assistant so I was doing everything and just helping out with stuff and whatever that's why <laughs> <Okay, they're> 
<laughs> and so anyway, so, um, you know, I was so active and whatnot, but I, again, like I never really had like a true authentic relationship with Jesus. And I think Mama Mary saw that she, mm. you know, she, she pierced in my heart and saw that I didn't have that. And I think she was yearning for it at the time. But anyway, cutting to the event, um, we went to this trip out in Arizona. It's called CYMC Catholic, uh, youth, national Catholic youth ministry, that one. Yeah. For life teen out yeah. in Arizona. And so there was this huge banner of Mama Mary and Jesus was in the middle in the form of the Eucharist, um, in the monstrance. And I remember trying to talk to Jesus and I'm going, okay, we have nothing to talk about. This right? is an adoration. This is during adoration. Like I'm literally staring him down and I'm going, I don't know what to talk to you about. Like, and this is way before my grandpa, you know, was getting like, this is way before my grandpa was sick. Yeah. This is like, this is when everything was going the way that I wanted, that I wanted. Right. Mm. And so anyway, just cutting, cutting, cutting. And then, so I'm just going there and go, hey, fine. We're just going to sit here and pretend we're talking. And then, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I'm being really honest. Mind you, I, I see Jesus is like my cool friend. Right. And so I look over to Mama Mary. Mind you, she's like right next to him. And she's like in this, you know, nice looking, you know, um, outfit and whatnot. I'm, and I'm just going, okay, so, you know, we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at me and then she's going, okay, what do you want to talk about? Right. So, so hmm. she, 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 she's starting to respond to how, I want to say, it's like, a, you're having troubles in your relationship. You go talk to your yeah, mom yeah. about it. <laughs> right, right. Like, no, I'm, we're, not, we're having trouble talking. <laughs> we're having trouble communicating. Yes, yes. So I'm okay. really going, I don't know what to do. And then she's going, okay. So she's just trying to start a conversation, right? And I'm just responding to her. And then I think the mom that I really remembered was, she was said, and and it's funny, I, I, call me crazy, but I think she predicted what was about to happen. Just like how she does with through the form of Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Guadalupe. I think in that moment, she was predicting to me what was about to happen. And this is what she said. She said, I will be there for you when everything falls apart. Wow. Like, call me crazy. But I was like, why would you say that? Like, yeah. in, in the back of my head, I'm like, when I'm here trying yeah. to talk to your son. But here you are, like, <laughs> <laughs> like telling me you're going to be there. Yeah. Like, And I'm, you know, in, in my head, I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> but then I think when her son left, Jesus, right? When mm. Jesus was leaving the room, that's when I was like, okay, hold up. He's about to leave the room. And then this song was born. Oh. This is the song that was born out of the moment that Jesus left the room. Like, I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even kidding you. Does the song have a name? Behold the King of Kings. I'm just going to call it that. It doesn't have an official name, but that's what it's called. I'm so excited to hear oh this Oh, my God. Yeah.
I love that song. <laughs> um, I think you first played it for me or for us maybe a few a few months ago prior to prior to the retreat that we did together. But I remember instantly when we heard that that I'm like, this is I immediately thought of Advent. Mm. I immediately thought of adoration. Um and it's just I I really resonate with that song. I really hear God speaking through that song, or the Spirit working at least. It's just praise God. Yeah, you <sighs> you played that song on the retreat. Yeah, correct me. Right, okay, yeah, right. yeah. okay, you played that song on the retreat, and I remember I didn't even know it was yours. Oh. I didn't even know it was yours until they told me afterwards, and I was like it. it it really convicted me in that moment and like I was I was crying. Big surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was crying in that song just like I feel like not only like pierced my heart, but it ripped my heart open and it prepared me for adoration. Definitely. Like in a in, in a different way than than I've ever been like really like I don't know, it took me right to that moment. It was just like, This is Jesus right before you. Yeah. And really it, oh keep going. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, and I think it really speaks into the Advent season, like waiting, mm. waiting on the King of Kings, waiting for Jesus. And I know that, I mean, personally, when we're talking about Advent, I know personally it's easy to get caught up in the holiday season. I got to do Christmas shopping. I got to like get all this stuff done and it's really yeah. busy and I want to do all these things. We for, it's so easy for us to forget the reason why we celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like it's the coming of Jesus Christ. In the like the best the best way that Jesus okay think about this guys think about the recent baby that you saw I don't care if it was like a, a stranger in the supermarket I don't care if it's your best friend's baby think about the last baby that you saw there is something so pure so innocent so heavenly about the birth of a child mm-hmm. and the King of all kings came down in such a vulnerable way yeah. in the form of a baby didn't have to. No, they came down trumpets, golden chariots, but he said no. In a manger. In a manger where all the yeehaw and you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she said that. (laughs) (laughs) Things Anna said on that podcast. (laughs) That. (laughs) No, but really, and I just like that's the image that came to mind when you were singing that song is baby Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. the cutest Jesus Christ. So thank you, Anna. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and your charisms and talents. Thanks, guys, for having me. I want to say thank you. Keep up the good work. I'm supporting y'all. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy you said yes. Yes. Praise God. Thank you so much for sharing your music with us. I know sharing that part of you can can be very vulnerable at times, but we're and your story. Oh, my goodness. Your story was um, a blessing to hear. And I, I really pray that it resonates with somebody out there. Yes. If if people want to connect with you, connect with your ministries, where can they follow you on Instagram? It's a uh, at a banana ninety four. At a banana ninety four. Yeah. A banana ninety four. I have think a, I do. Do you have a, a ministry? Instagram um. Yes. Uh, SMG Life Team. So at SMG Life Team. At SMG Life Team. Awesome. Check them yeah. out. Give her a follow, guys. Woo woo. So we do not have a listener testimony this week, but if you would like to submit one, share what God's doing in your life, share how Jesus is moving in your heart, um, you can submit that at the form. The link is in our bio on our Instagram. Hey, Kev, I heard something's happening next Sunday. Yeah, so next week is December 8th. It's the day for Coram Deo, uh, the young adult event that the Diocese of San Jose is holding. It will be at the cathedral in downtown San Jose at 8 o'clock p.m. Um, please come stop by. And it's going to be a great event. Um, like we said before, it's a low-risk experience for a high-risk encounter. And we are amen, very amen. excited for it. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. This has been Modern Day Disciples. Make sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at MDD Podcast. You could also follow us on Twitter at MDD Pod. Happy Sunday. And get your booty to, to church. church. Bye. Bye. Is everybody still here? Are y'all still here? You guys, go to church already. We told you. Goodbye now.